There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello everybody and welcome to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. Peter, it finally happened. Did it? We got tagged in a tweet about someone's personal best to do with athletics. Yes, we did. It happened. That did actually happen. It happened on Twitter. Uh, Can't remember who it was. I should have really prepared it beforehand, but someone was tagging their, I think their, their, their personal trainer and their fitness coach, and it was some sort of video of someone doing some warm-up for for, for, tri- for, a, for triple a triple jump. jump, and they tagged us. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, Go team triple! Yay team triple jump! Should have retweeted it really, but uh, we should have done. Know, we're very important, and we can't afford to do that. It is a video game podcast, though. It's a very important video game podcast. We were at EGX last week. The mm. show came out after we'd already left, but we recorded it before. I stayed down in London. Yeah, it was lovely. We saw a lot of you, and uh, if we, we met say a you, lot of youths, if well, we did. Yeah, we did. A lot of school children. Yeah. Uh, if we if we saw and met you, thank you for saying hello. It mm. was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. No, the pleasure's all yours. How was how was your how how help? How was your think stroke? How was your back in the end? Oh, not good. No, no. I uh, That's something you were worried about last show. Yeah, well, so th- to all the other shows we've been to, by the end, I've always got a sore back, like right at the top of my spine. Hmm. Um, I think it's something to do with shoulder satchels. I sort of, I actually, it's it was that bad that I googled it later oh, on no. i did a medical google which you should never do um but uh it's <laughs> you are a, dying yeah you've got you've you've got all of the diseases you've got all, you've got everything mm. um but yeah like apparently that can that can do something to the top of your back you know if you're oh. lugging a shoulder shoulder bag around so yeah the, at the end of all the other conferences we've been to it's happened but so i was like oh it's gonna happen this time for sure happened on like Day zero. Day one. It just started immediately. I think partly because I was just anticipating it so much that right, I just you noticed were it. Thinking about it, you had yeah. phantom back pain, which is of course the fifth Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Um, so, so did you? I just had the biggest, longest bath ever when oh I got back. Oh my god, no, me too. Just it was cooked amazing. my bones. Yeah. <laughs> I made you a nice a, Peter stew. Did you get a stew going. I was mm. going to say people enjoyed the stew joke. How how however laboured it may they have did, been. Yeah. Uh, so. You should you should get yourself a nice bark park, my dude. So you I should. Don't have well, a, I think I will do next. You time. don't have a strappy boy anymore. Mm. You have got two straps. Yeah. I was worried about my calves. 
yeah. and, and how my legs would feel. But it was actually my lower back felt a bit sore. Oh, yeah. But I think we we sort of planned our day cleverly in that we walked around for a while. We joined a queue for a long time, which did hurt. Mm. And then we we streamed for an hour and a half, yeah. which meant sitting down on an ergonomic streamy boy chair. That was nice. And and then we didn't really do much more apart from stroll around and then sit down. So it was still it still took its toll, but yeah. it wasn't as bad as it could have My been. That kind of hurts again now. I think it is, is just it? A, when I become aware of it, it suddenly starts aching. That's not a good thing. Punch kick. Well, before we get any further, I should say that we do have uh, we do have a vlog from EGX, sort of, if you want to uh, sort of discover the, our full adventures. Mm. They're, they're recapped there, so go and watch that video. We've also done quip scopes on all the games we played. We have. And also the stream we did from the show floor. What I thought you were going to say was, before we go any further, we've actually got a sponsor that we need to read before we before we continue into hell, the podcast. Hell yeah, we do. Um, you know when you go, say, to London for a conference or... I thought you just said, you know when your goat... You know when your goat... Uh, just eats everything in the garden. Oh, yeah. goats, you've done it again. Damn it, we're brought to you by goats. Yeah. Um, you, you, you're traveling, you're going somewhere, maybe on a business trip or, or, or uh, you're, you're backpacking around Europe. Mm. You want somewhere cheap to stay. Yeah. So you think, well, why don't I book myself into a, an Airbnb? I'm sorry? An Airbnb. An, an, a what? An Airbnb. Um, this being the the spooky episode of the podcast, we've got a spooky, it's very spooky, a spooky sponsor. It's part of the the Condemned Corporation. It's a subsidiary oh. of the Condemned Corporation. Airbnb, of course, stands for uh, Air Bed and Drug Addled Maniacs. Oh, good. Um, so you too can slum it in the stinkiest, most horrible crack dusted, crack like a dusting, dusting, a dusting of crack, a light, a light dusting of crack, crack dusted. Uh, abandoned schools and hospitals and uh, 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 subway stations. Sounds amazing. It's like um, the song Common People mm. in that it's a, a sort of a class tourism thing. Right. You know, I want to live like common people. Yes. And by that, I mean I want to sleep in a sewer and uh, smack myself over the head with a with a two by four. Right. This is a thing that this there's a market for this. Mm, is there? Absolutely. Yeah, people, there is. People lap it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dead birds everywhere. Um, it, it just stinks yeah. so bad. Just stinks real bad. Yeah. Do they have a website? Uh, no, they don't. No, that's how that's how bad it is. There's no infrastructure for a website. Right. It's literally underground. Yeah. You um, can't find it anywhere. The best thing is though that when you then get out of there, you have a new new appreciation for just the world and beds and a, a, some degree of cleanliness. The sunlight. Yeah, sunlight. Great. Yeah. You know what? That sounds like one of the best sponsors we've ever had. Airbnb. Spooky. Except it's a lie! Oh, it's oh, a spooky lie. You're an idiot! You're an idiot! If you're watching at home, you're an idiot. If you're listening, you... you Fool! Oh. You're a fool. You're an absolute fool. And not a foal, like a babby horse. Little horse. You're a fool. You're an absolute fool. Of course, we are sponsored, as we are every week, by our delightful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump every question we get for the show is taken from patreon if you support us at any tier even if that's just one dollar just one you can ask questions that will that will may be on the show that will may be that be will on may the be show. on the show as you said it is the spooky episode mm. although we haven't really i didn't want to scare people because i'm conscientious like ah. that oh <sighs> got you got you good um <clears throat> I'm going to need a second. Yeah. You take it. Uh, so two such 
patrons who have asked questions on our Patreon are Samson Horn and Christian Sturt. We know that one. We do know that one. Um, they are spooky questions, and it's basically a similar question, so they've been lumped in together. Lumped. Samson Horn says, Horror games, VR, hyphen, have you? Would you? Fragment, consider revising. <laughs> and Christian Sturt says... Why hasn't more been done with VR and the horror game genre in general? Sorry, that's I sort of inflected that a bit wrongly. With VR and the horror game genre in general. Nice. Uh, there was more to Christian's question, but it was sort of it was the same same sort of lines along the same lines. Yeah, yeah, you've you've really the, spooked yeah. the words right out of my brain I there, have, Peter, with yeah. your with your boo. What you did. We've played a, a couple of Spookums games, haven't we? I mean, have we? Well, I sort of have. I watched you play a Spookums game in yeah. VR, for sure. We pl I played a little bit of Resident Evil 7 at Ben's house. Mm. It was very scary. Um, you were reviewing it at the partly time, Partly the control you? scheme was really scary. Because <laughs> it was the toughest bit. In order to turn, there was actually... You could you could turn completely freely, but I didn't realize at first. I don't think it told us. I think it, it prioritized the notion of turning in sort of 10 degree chunks by flicking the the right stick left or right so he, he would sort of go ah uh, yeah i hate that which was really strange mm. um but but you know it, the spookiest thing was just to have being kind of in the same room as the horrible slimy sort of venom monsters the master baker house yeah well no we weren't there though when i played it oh no we, you were later on as far you? as the sort of the there's like a ship, isn't there? At yeah, one point, like, like a, a, a yeah, a big one old of those boaty boys. Yeah, a big air, aircraft carrier or something. And we mm. were in that bit, and uh, there's those slimy, sort of weird. They do look a bit like venom, really. Is the yeah. the, best, the best I can best comparison I can make. Anyway, mm. it was scary. Uh, didn't play it for very long. I just did it so I could sort of review Say that it. You'd done it. I did the minimum amount so that I was able to review it. Uh, <laughs> But we've both also played uh, another game. I don't even know if you've notumed it down. Um, Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Yeah, I haven't played it. Oh, haven't you? Well, this is the thing, right? I got a PlayStation VR and I bought various games with it. Mm. One of which was Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which is just, you know, you think Until Dawn, you think, oh, spooky, scary skeletons, then shivers down my spine. Yeah, wow. And maybe yours as well. Uh, seek, seek chiropractic help, though, if you do get that. Um, and I never had the intention of playing it, ever. Right. Uh, it's just an on-rails shooter, it's basically. It's not really Until a... Dawn related at all, is it? It just has some of the characters from it. Yeah, and I think there's clowns in it. It's just a ghost train, basically. Yeah. But you have two guns and you shoot with the guns and stuff. But I've never, I never intended to play it. I just wanted to get it because it was Until Dawn, right? That can't be bad. Yeah. And I'm sure people, the biggest joy I've had out of VR, honestly, is just letting people try it. Mm. And lots of people wanted to try the spooky one. Because well, so Jules played why. it at your house while I was there. Yeah. And I think I might have had a go for sort of five minutes. I think I did have a go, but mm. yeah. It was again kind of kind of scary, but really just sort of in a in a panicky kind of way. Like Ugh. you just see them coming towards you. And as well as that being scary, you're also you're also thinking about your score and your you know, I don't mm. I don't want to die. I want to score big and good. Yeah. So uh yeah, that was that was pretty spooky. Mm. Anything else? Yeah, I I'd say the kitchen, which was a sort of teaser for Resident Evil Seven. Oh yeah, that is that is a real spooky one. I haven't again. I haven't played any of these. Right. So the kitchen is where you're sat in a chair, and uh, you can't move. All you can do is look around you, 
and you're holding the DualShock 4 controller in front of you and your hands are tied mm. in-game, so it sort of makes sense, physical sense, to have your hands together in front of you uh, holding the controller. And you're locked in the house and you're tied to a chair and your friend tries to get you out, but then a spooky, scary lady comes and jumps on his back and stabs him lots of times and they tumble out of... Uh, out of you know, out of the room. Mm. You're like, oh, what's... And then there's a silence for ages. And then his severed head gets just th- rolled across the floor into the room. Mm. And this is just a this is just a sort of a demo, a showcase, if you like, mm-hmm. for not only Resi, but uh, just the VR in general. It was one of the demos they were showing off before, before the headset came out. Right. And uh, yeah, there's silence for a little bit longer. And then no matter where you're looking, she climbs over the top of your head and puts her hands over your face and eyes. Oh. And then just like peers over the top and goes, <laughs> and then just stabs you in the face with a knife. And Fantastic. that's the end of the demo. And it's it's horrible. I've got it on my PS4 just again because some people, some people want to try that for mm. some reason. The point is, horror in VR, it does work. Yes. It really does work. I would argue that... Batman Arkham VR in many in many cases is actually a bit spooky. Yeah, I nearly wrote that down. There's something about being f- physically almost there and it's you know you can't escape from it. Yeah. Like you you can close your eyes but you've got the headphones on. If you open your eyes you're there. You can't look away from the TV. It's not third person. It's just like how I think in many cases first-person horror games are scarier than third-person horror games mm. because there's an element of uh, claustrophobia and... You feel like it's you rather you're, than you're watching someone yeah, else. Yeah, and you can see people coming from behind you in third-person, whereas you can't in first-person, and especially if you're in the first-person. Mm. You are the person. And you can't remind yourself, if, you, if you're doing it VR-style, you can't remind yourself that it's not real by seeing, by sort of realizing, oh, hang on, I'm just looking at a small aperture in the room and the rest of the room is the real safe yeah. world. look all around it. There's my fake house plant. Yeah, but uh, no, no. You can't do that. You're, it's, it's everything. You, ha- you have to shut your eyes or take it off. That's it. I suppose the answer is, uh, why, why hasn't more been done with VR and the horror game genre in general, especially when talking about VR, is that VR is, you know, as we've spoken about before, just not something that developers really seem to care that much about. So if you're going to get a horror game, it's going to be a smaller indie studio. And I know that there are tons of horror games in VR, but they are of wildly varying quality. Mm. So I don't know if you'll ever see a Resident Evil 7 on VR again. I don't know if you'll ever see anything that big. Right. Uh, But no, if there was one, I would not. I think you'll see one eventually in maybe a decade when potentially VR will will have a you know more of a chance of being what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as we've we've talked about VR on various podcasts and just the state of it and 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 why we think, you know, it's not really doing what people thought it might do and and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think for the time being that's why there aren't that many horror VR games because, to be honest, there aren't that many, relatively speaking, there aren't that many VR games at all. Mm. Uh, certainly not the not as we know them. Tentpole releases. Yeah. It? Yeah. So um, that's why. That's it. Because it's just because of VR in general, really. But if something were even of passable quality as a horror game, in VR, it would just be way scarier. Oh, yeah. In exactly the same way as co-op makes kind of wonky games way more fun mm. because you can enjoy them with a friend, whereas, yeah. you know, if you're struggling through on your own, it's not as fun. So there we go. Peter. Yes? Time for a section. We call it 
what what we spooping? Oh, oh, do we? Yeah, we do now. Oh. Yeah. It's time for what we sploopin. It's different Spl- different name now. Sploopily deloop. Sploopily deloopily. Uh, Peter, what are you spooping? Uh, well, as, as well as sploopily playing things at uh, EGX. Yes. You know, I played Predator Hunting Grounds and uh, and the other game, Doom. Doom, yeah. Um, both of which have spoopy elements to them, or at least horror tropes. Yes. Uh, I I have I've been actually just continuing to play Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. Oh, Bugs Bunny stream. Lost in Time. Yeah, Bugs Bunny Lost it's in very Time. Very scary that game. Oh yeah, it's terrifying. Really, uh, there is a witch in it. Is it? Yeah. So actually, 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 actu- and a Martian. Whoa, that's really scary. And a pirate. Oh my god! Yeah. You stop right now, or I will. Who my pants? Don't do that. I will. I'll do it. Please do not stop saying scary. All the scary words okay. in the sentence. I then. promise. I promise. I'll stop. Um, so I, that's that's fun. I'm enjoying that. Um, probably got maybe one or two chunks left to do on live stream. Mm-hmm. We I stream every Monday at 3 p.m. BST mm. on Twitch.tv. We're running out of BST, oh, aren't we? We're going to we have are. to change it soon. Yeah, it's no longer going to be bullcrap time. Bullcrap time, BST. Bullcrap. Bull what? Yes. Um, well, I can't say what. The no, you can't. You can't. No, you're right. Uh, but but that's that's kind of all I've been playing at home. I've been I've been just been watching a lot of uh, te- te- television. That's weird. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Why are you doing that for? I, I don't know. I'm watching old stuff as well. I've been watching. Uh, 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 hello. A few things. You really. got bad signal at home. Yeah. Is that why that sounds like that? I'm trying to remember all the things I've been watching. I've watched some Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, man. I've watched some some uh, Jonathan Creek I've watched a bit of. My goodness. Yeah. You're very I've old, The Peter. Apprentice. You're so old. I know. Are you sure you well, don't? That's because I recently got a TV license so I can legally watch The Apprentice. I see. That's what was putting you off before. Well, that's a huge I, Apprentice fan over here. I started watching Jonathan Creek as well, which is on Netflix, and I do have Netflix, but there was right. a big, there was an episode missing between... Mm. There between two series, and so I just stopped there because I was like, "Well, I don't want to <laughs> jump to the next series if I don't know what happened in between." No, what happened? Well, he met a character who was in the following series, like in every episode. Oh, so I was like, God "Well, I want to know how they met." Yeah. Anyway, that's so what you I've got been a playing. TV license, Jonathan just so Creek. you could fill that gap. No, in. just so I could watch The Apprentice. Right. Okay. That's why. Are you sure you don't have um, a full time job in the city and sort of live in the countryside with your wife, two kids, and a dog? Uh, if only. If only, okay. if only I was rich enough to do that. That would be nice, wouldn't it? It's that would a, be really nice. It's a, it's a sort of. It used to be a fairly attainable goal that's sort of getting harder and harder for, yeah, younger generations to achieve. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be in ten? Or to years. even dream of ever achieving. Don't think about owning a house. Don't think about dogs either. How you dare you? You can't have dogs. No, or you can't even have a wife or or child. Wife or, or child. husband. Or or hus or husband or husband or husband. Um, okay. So that's that's what I've been playing. Just the thing that I'm almost contractually obliged to play once a week. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. You need to. You have to, or you'll be fired. I'm uh, soon though. I'll be playing actual new and interesting games. I'll be playing Star Wars soon. Yes, uh, that's very soon, isn't it? Jedi Fallen Order. That's exciting. I'll be yeah. able to tell you about that sort of two or three weeks on the trot. <laughs> Well, what, what have you been playing? Speaking of talking about things weeks and weeks and weeks on the trot, I've mm. been playing Borderlands 3. Oh, I'm yeah. nearly done with it now. I'm very, very close to the end, mm. but I found some new side missions that opened up sort of challenge runs right. um, that uh, are now sort of 
they're delaying the end of the game for me. Right. So I'm just trying to not drag it out for as long as possible. But every time I get a new side thing pop up, I think, oh, I'll go do that. I won't I won't finish the game. There's no point in finishing the game yet. Mm. I'll go do the side stuff first. It's fine. And then when I finish the game, it's finished properly. It's not like day end, uh, you well, finish the game. You've got to do out? the side stuff first. September? I've been playing it for over a month now. I mm. think it's been a while. Still loving it. Good. Still, still great. Menus are still buggered. Are they still? It's so bad. Like, oh. it just is so, it's so Denny Jenkins, so really laggy. Yeah. You're walking around Sanctuary, I, I noticed yesterday, and I was sometimes colliding with stuff that I've never hit before. Oh, no. And occasionally, like, smoke effects from vents would just go, and just, just shudder and, like, disappear and reappear. Aww. It's like, what are they doing over there? They're too busy doing hot fixes to... To, to loot and and levels and uh, overpowered builds. That for some reason, the menus aren't a priority. The menus are not a priority. I just want an option for simplified menus. I don't need this fancy nonsense. Just give me text written down. I'm okay with that. Oh. I just want it to run, really. Sorry to hear that about your your new, not necessarily favorite yeah. game. Wow. Your new fun, beloved One game. Important games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm still really liking it, but that's like, it's kind of, stupid and unacceptable at this point anyway just like you went to egx played some games yeah played final fantasy 7 remake played avengers they're good they're very good uh there's videos on those yeah we've done channel. uh quipscopes on all of our that's why i didn't talk too long about mine but yeah, yeah. go go watch those watch those watch those for more information and i streamed red dead online oh yeah you did oh god that you read did online it's not it's not got a lot going on. No. You know, you were talking about carrying the soup and the stew across the map. Yeah. I get it. You can see why they had to... The only reason I did it is because it won a poll on Twitter. Yeah. And it's just like, what do I do? There, there are missions, yeah, but it's just like, it takes forever to get anywhere. What did you do? Um, I got I got around. killed by a crocodile yeah. twice, or maybe an alligator. I'm not sure. Yeah. You, which one? I, don't, I was going to say, I don't, they have crocodiles in the Wild, the wild West. You know, scaly boys. Yeah. I got killed by scaly Alligators. Boys. And uh, I went on a murdering rampage around um, St. Dennis. Right. I know it's not pronounced St. Dennis. Dennis. I was being Jenkins. facetious in the stream, and people were saying, um, I think it's pronounced St. Saint-Denis. I was like, shut up. For God's sake. If you don't know if you don't know what we like by now, yeah. come on. We definitely had a comment once uh, from someone. It wasn't on a stream, because mm. we do it every time on a stream, but it was in a video. We said something about 420 being the sex number yes. or 69 being the drugs number. Yeah, yeah. And we had a comment underneath going, why did they say 420 is this? I think I think they mean 69. Oh, they're so dark. Is the sex number 420? <laughs> I think it's great, honestly. Yeah. It, it confuses the hell out of people. It sometimes. separates the wheat from the chaff. Let's put it that way, shall we? Yeah. The weak from the chaff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I played some Red Dead Online. Didn't really do much in it, but it was a great stream. So you should watch the vod. We had fun, but mm -hmm. it was just like I can't imagine going home and thinking, "Hey, you guys want to play? You guys want to posse up and play Red Dead Online tonight?" Yeah. No. What the hell would we do? Buy e extremely expensive items of clothing from the tailor. Yeah. For, for real world money. Have a bath. Nah, I'm good. You can't. I don't even think you can do that. Oh God. Just run around town and kill people. I'd, I'd, but what do you do if you've been carrying your shoulder satchel for three days straight <laughs> in Red Dead? You need a bath. You need you need a nice bath. Oh yeah. One thing that one thing that does annoy me that's still a hangover from why I just didn't really like Red Dead Two anyway mm. was because the 
all the buttons do diff like the button the control schemes in Rockstar games are so stupid. Yeah. They always have been. And I get triangle gets in a car, that's cool. L2R2, mm. aim shoot, that's awesome. But everything else, like every D-pad button does something, and if you hold it, it does something else. And if you press combinations of buttons, it does stuff. It's just way too complicated. Yeah. It's so dumb. And if they were gonna do that, why couldn't they make it a more conventional control scheme? I hate having to Keep tapping X to run. It's stupid. <laughs> Stop making me do that in games. I hate that. You want I hate to click that down so your much. left stick instead. I was desperately trying to remember how to I emote to wave to someone who was waving at me, and I shot them. Oh, I, no. I just couldn't. There's so many stupid, and there's no prompts on screen. I hate it. Yeah. This is a stupid game. Especially when you're new to the game and a little tip comes up in the corner and says, by the way, if you want to look after your horse, if it, it's if a it bit loud, that I think it's, by the way, well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's either really, it's really quiet, or it's really loud because the point is that it's there and then it's gone. Yeah, they say it really it. quickly. You never see it again. And then it's up to you that? to press every button on your yeah. on your keyboard on I your controller. Some kind of Russian roulette. Yeah. Of will I kill this man? Will I just be walking around St. Dennis and just fire off my pistol into the sky? Yeah. I don't know. Am I going to roll over? Am I going to start running? Am I going to hijack a horse? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's it's not a, as good a fit for the online world. Uh, as as GTA online. That's the problem with Red Dead is, you know, we've said that the reason me and you were both put off by uh, the second Red Dead Redemption was that there's just that much to go at. So much. And similarly, that's kind of what the control scheme is doing as well. There's like yeah. so much that they've included that they have to p assign like three things to one button. It's not necessary. No. It's okay to cut some stuff to streamline things. I bet there's stuff in that game that nobody ever bothered to do. Because it's just a way. Why yeah. would you do it? Why, why, be den why be any different? Okay. Got another question here. Yeah. This is from Tiffany Kleinans, I believe. Kleinhans. Kleinhans. And Caroline O'Brien. Ah. O'Brien. 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 Carolina Breen. Carolina Breen. Carolina Breen. Carolina Breen. And Tiffany Kleinans. Yeah. We, we, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Tiffany Small Hands. That means it doesn't. Hands does not mean hands. Your hands are beautiful. Yes. Tiffany asks, if you had to be any evil entity or creature from our video game for the rest of your existence, what or who would it be? And similarly, Carolina... Car Car how did we do it? Carolina. Carolina Breen. Carolina Brine. Sorry. Sorry, Caroline. Sorry. Asks, if you had to choose to be a character in a horror game, which one and why? Peter, yeah. you're stuck in a game. Yeah. You're stuck in a spooky game. Yeah. You're there forever. Yeah. Who are you going to be? Well, so Caroline's question, I think I mean Carolina. I think you mean right. Car Carolina. Uh, asked if we had to choose to be a character in a horror game, uh, whereas Tiffany specified an evil entity or creature. So I've brought one of each. So, as in, if because I assumed Caroline was saying if you had to be the protagonist or play a character from oh, a horror I game. Oh, I see. So, I mean, maybe that's, that's not the way you interpreted the question. No, I interpreted it differently, but I think that's great because we'll have a different answer, won't we? Well, I will answer the first one, which yeah. is probably kind of what you did, which <laughs> is if I had to be a spooky, horrible thing from a game. Yeah. Uh, I chose Little Nightmares, which didn't immediately spring to mind for horror games, but... I couldn't think of an answer for either of these questions, and I started googling what are what horror games. What horror? Give games? me list of horror and little nightmares came up on various websites, so it counts. I would just be one of the guests. 
You know the really oh, fat people? Yeah. They get to just eat sausages all day oh, and drink wine. Man. But don't they get... Aren't they, like, recycled at the end of the day? Isn't it implied that they get recycled or something? Um, I don't really... I, I don't... That's not necessarily... No? Some of them don't make it off the moor, I think, is, is the implication. Right. But some of them maybe do? Question okay. mark? Anyway, it's a good way to go. Yeah, I just think so. gluttony for a day. Yeah. They, they eat a lot of that food there. No, know? I think that would be good, actually. That's a really good one. Because they're villains, but they they just eat. Yeah. And they do try and eat the little girl, and I don't think I I wouldn't like to feel compelled by instinct to try and eat a small child. But have you ever, have you never had price to pay. a bucket of chicken so good that as you're eating it, your hamster walks past and you just go, yeah, you know what, I'm doing it. It's like in, Get in like the Looney Tunes. <laughs> just dip it in gravy. It's going in when they're on a desert island or something, or they're mm. cast adrift at sea, and they they see like a <laughs> seagull fly past, and it's yeah. just a roast chicken. Yeah, just just <laughs> flapping in the breeze. A delicious roast chicken. Yeah. Um, but if I had to be a hero, I was trying to think of like, oh, there's lots of great heroes that I'd quite like to be, but it would mean I would have to then be in the equivalent world in which that they operate, and I wouldn't like that at all. Right. So I think I chose ultimately in terms of most badass, calm, chill in the face of horror hero, who also is in a slightly less spooky world, partly because I know it quite well would be Leon from Resident Evil 4. Right. You know, I, I've played that game a lot, so I would feel relatively comfortable in the spooky murder village. Mm -hmm. um, but even if I didn't, if he was thrust into a whole new environment, if, it, if I was sent to Raccoon City, yeah. which I would be a lot more scared at, uh, he just oozes confidence, doesn't he? Yeah. At no point does Leon ever really He's seem not phased. bothered. You've so, got his hair as well. Oh, yeah. You just sort of bunch it all together and then put it over one eye. That's sort Which, of what he does. How do you? Can you sort of mock aiming a gun? Does that get in the way at all when you're when you're aiming the big the big the big aim? De definitely. Is it? Does it obscure vision? There it is. Flick it away. Ada. Uh, yes. That's what he says. Oh yeah. Do you like? Would you be willing to chase Ada around in a weird love love sort of weird love, love hate relationship sort of thing? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great answer. Thanks. And you could learn Spanish too. I could. I said that weird, didn't I? I said that Spanish like, too. You That's could the, learn the, Spanish too. Spanish. <laughs> yes, Spanish. Spanish. I could learn Spanish. Welcome too. to Spanish too. Are you ready for mine, Peter? I am so ready for yours. I would like to be a member of the townsfolk from Bloodborne. Would you like to be? Yes. And I'll tell you why. I've got lots of bullet points here. It's your fault. Or something. Away! 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 It's all your fault. Oh. Those are two of them. You were very close, though. Yeah. Uh, so you get to hang out with the boys. Right. Primarily, you get to hang out with the boys. Mm. You're wandering around. You're with your friends. You're seven foot tall. No wives to no. be seen. You're hanging. Up. Maybe you're hanging around with your with your partner, your life partner. Mm -hmm. Who's to say? An abundance of farm equipment at your that, fingertips. Exactly. I mean, what else are you going to use those pitchforks for? Yeah. There's literally no agriculture. <laughs> so you might as well walk around and look menacing with it. Take the dog for a walk. Yeah. You've been meaning to do that all day. Mm -hmm. You've been putting it off long enough. Why not do it during the unending hunt? Yeah. You might as well, right? Get Nothing the, else to Give do. the dog a stretch. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Give the dog a give stretch. Give the dog a stretch. Point, With a knick-knack paddywhack, you give a dog give a stretch. Give the dog the stretch. Yeah. Point three, get some fresh air. Mm -hmm. You've been cooped up too long. So's the dog. Lots of people are locked inside their houses, right? Not mm. you. You're out there. You're, you're, you're getting some fresh air. You're, you're, you're being healthy. You're walking around. You're having a wonderful time. Mm. Next one, keep the streets safe. Yarnum is your home. 
you're from here. Yeah. You love it here. Mm. You paid a lot of money to live here. Yeah. Your mum died of cholera here. Mm. It's important to you. You've been feeding those crows for many years. You've been feeding the, same the, spot. the giant crows for years. Yeah. You deserve to live here in safe in safe and peacity. Yeah, safe and peacity. Safe and peacity. Yeah. And and so strolling around with your pitchforks held aloft, pitchforks out for Harambe and all mm. that. That's uh, that's so old, that isn't it? What a reference. Haram what? what Haram who? Hello? Whom Rambe? <laughs> I think you mean whom Rambe. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, you get to you get to keep them straight. Neighborhood watch. Excuse me, I don't, I'm not peeping out the 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 through the curtains with, you know, with my binoculars like Mrs. Goggins is. I'm out there. I'm making a difference. Yeah. Neighborhood action. Point Never mind watch. Point five. See the city at night. Mm. Yarnum is a beautiful place. It's lovely. Ye- mm. Yes. The, the the street lamps illuminating the bloody floor. No need to swear about it. The floor that's covered in blood. Yeah. And the dead horse carcasses. <laughs> it's, it is a sight to behold. And it's something that can't truly be appreciated in the daytime. Yeah. And I think experiencing Yarnum at night is really unique. It's like experiencing Newcastle at night or, in fact, any time after 4.30pm Monday to Sunday. Yeah, the blood on the floor. The blood on the floor. The, <laughs> the co- dead horses. The dead horses because football fans have punched them punched them so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the sort of shrieking of various banshees. Fat crows. Fat crows, <laughs> yeah. Newcastle infamous for its fat crows. Big fat crows. And my final point, mm. if you die... You come back. Really? Yeah. So if you get killed by the person you're trying to protect the city from, yeah. next time they go home, you come back. And Great. you get to relive this whole experience with the boys all over again. This message was paid for by the Yarnum Tourist Board. Yeah, it sounds like it. Visit Yarnum. Go Yarnum. Stay in an Airbnb in Yarnum. Yeah, I think Airbnb Airbnb definitely has a branch in Yarnum for sure. Yeah. That's that's who I'd be. I just think it'd be fairly chill, you know, because there's nothing that brings a group of friends together quite like the ability to absolutely gank a hunter. Mm. (laughs) Because you can't take him on on your own. No. You can't. He will he'll slice and dice you or she. Or she. And it might be Barbara Piss. It might be Babrapis. Yeah. In which case you're double doomed. Mm. You're gonna get pissrolled as well. That's true. But if you and your boys are all stood there and you're going, away, away, away. and you're all poking at once, there's nothing they can do. They're just gonna die. And that that's a bond. Team right there. Sometimes if you kill them and they drop their blood echoes, you absorb them, you get the glowing purple eyes, oh. you look extra cool. That is a bonus yeah. of the of the gig. I just think, all in all, I think I'd have a great time. Good shout. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Blood Bond's a bit weird, isn't it, really? It is. It's got well, some big, weird sort of monsters crawling around. It has. I was going to say, actually, I suppose, in, in their own eyes, the townsfolk are the heroes of Bloodborne. So yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? No, you're right. Uh, in fact, that's that's a, a bit of a weird conclusion that we've come to there. Yeah. In About the weird game. What's that? The, the, Bloodborne. The, the, well, the, the villains are the, uh, the goodies. Well, I suppose so. They're, they're villains in that. They are enemies that you must, that will try to hurt you. But they know what they're, you know, it's all for the greater good. Yeah, they're just trying to protect their home. They don't understand. You know, you are, you're you're this cursed outsider that's come in and and tried to. Yeah, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Away. Yeah, away, away. Anyway, I'm I'm trying to loosely clap your hands. Sort of connect this. So that weird game where that weird thing happens. Weird, 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 weird. It's time for weird news. Oh my God. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Weird news time. Peepter, mm-hmm. art thou ready for weirdest news? It's just in. Yep. Uh, a weird thing has happened. Has it? This really the 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 best part of this article is just the headline. Okay. Um, once the headline has been read, you kind of understand the story. Okay. Um, this is according to Polygon. Uh, Owen S. Good is the author. Oh, Owen's good again. Yeah, Owen's good. Um. Change your name, speedrun organizers, tell Tomato Anus. Tomato Anus, a Twitch streamer and world record speedrunner in the Fallout series, must perform under a name other than Tomato Anus in order to compete in Awesome Games Done Quick. We know that one. We like that one. Yeah, yeah, we we do like that one. Tomato Anus confirmed the name change via Twitter today, saying that it was only for AGDQ in January and that he will still go by Tomato Anus on Twitch. Good for him. Instead, Tomato Anus... I think instead of using any any pronouns whatsoever, they've just inserted the word Tomato Anus in place of any he's or his. Yeah. There's an awful lot of tomato anus in this article. It's very well written. Instead, Tomato Anus will perform a run of Fallout Anthology as Tomato Angus. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. Tomato Anus, in an extended note to fans and viewers, said that three of his past, or three of Tomato Anus, I'm going to do the work as well. Do it, yeah, yeah. That three of Tomato Anus's past six submissions to AGDQ events had been hidden from public view because of the Tomato Anus name. (laughs) For AGDQ 2020, Tomato Anus decided I would prefer to have my submissions be publicly viewable under a name other than Tomato Anus so people could see that I was submitting on their website rather than only know based on me tweeting under the handle Tomato A- at Tomato Anus where, what my submissions were. Awesome Games Done Quick is the January end of the biannual week-long speedrunning marathon and charity fundraiser that has been going on for a decade. 
Organizers build a schedule from proposals made by elite speedrunners from elite. all over the world. Tomato Anus has submitted proposals to six different GDQ events and recently realized that Tomato Anus's submissions were not publicly viewable under the handle Tomato Anus. Tomato Anus then reached out to GDQ organizers and the Tomato Angus compromise <laughs> was reached, thus making Tomato Anus's participation visible to the public. Oh. However, Tomato Anus's Twitch information still wasn't publicized during those runs because Tomato Anus still went by the Tomato Anus handle on Twitch, not Tomato Angus. This is a very padded article. My goodness, it is, isn't it? I think I'm. I think that's pretty much it. Hitting it's, a minimum word count there, I think. Absolutely, yeah. It's now just talking about some of his accolades. He's. Uh, I think you mean Arscalades. Uh, yeah, I do. A anus blades. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he did uh, Fallout Anthology in one hour, 27 minutes and 38 wow. seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, Tomato Anus is also the world record holder for a sex percent run of the collection, which is the fastest time to getting the player character into a sexual encounter in all of the series games. Wow. Wow. Excellent. God. It's Tomato excellent. Anus by name. Tomato Anus by nature. Yeah, he seems... He seems a certain type, doesn't he? Doesn't he? You yeah. think? Yeah, he does. I feel like I have profiled him and I I get his whole deal. Yeah. Tomato anus. That's that's it. Excellent. Wow. There, there's a lot of extra stuff in there, but it's all they're just trying to say the word tomato anus as much as possible. Right, just to get all those keywords. I think he could probably go by tomato anus. Possibly, yeah. Tom tomato anus. It I've, sounds like some sort of um um, that's probably quite xenophobic. I can't say that, oh. but I think you get what I'm saying from the from the implication there. <laughs> well, I was I was going to say I hope that your story is um, YouTube algorithm friendly because I've just realised that we cannot tomato anus entitle tomato our anus. video tomato anus yeah tomato anus. Thankfully, it is okay, and it's one that a lot of people will be familiar with. Oh. I've just got to load it though because I am prepared for this. Are prepared? You, are you prepared for this? Yes. Are you prepared for this? It's about WWE 2K20. Okay. Of course it is. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the GIFs and the videos mm. about just how broken and awful this game is. Are we do it. I guess. I guess it's been. It's so widely known now that mm. it's broken that we can't continue to just sort of skirt around it. We need. It needs to be addressed. Being part of a wrestling, you know, network. We kind of thought, let's maybe let's just you know see how it goes, but mm. it's too late. That's it. They've not fixed it. No. So here we go. This is from Push Square. We know that one. WWE 2K20 is an astoundingly buggy mess on PS4. There's better lookers on PS2. Mm -hmm. It says. Uh, so there are various. There are like four updates to this article with new <laughs> embedded tweets. Okay. But I'll go back to the original. If I can find. Oh, I just had a reminder, Peter, to buy some brown rice. Oh, do it. It's buy it. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah. For my boring tea. Oh. 2K Sports wrestling games have been at the butt of some bad jokes for a while now, but fans of the. All right, push square. Sport. Uh -huh. Had hoped that longtime developer Yuki's removal from the franchise would result in some tangible improvements to the series. Wrong. Footage of WWE 2K20 has started to appear online ahead of its release next week, and this was posted, I think, a little while ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can only imagine it's been helmed by some of Visual Concepts' interns, while the rest of the team focus on NBA 2K20's casino minigames. <laughs> Take a look for yourself. Now, this is a clip I am going to play, because you only really need the audio from it. Oh, gosh. The, the career mode is like a storyline where you have a female and a male wrestler and your best friends, and it follows your journey from high school all the way through to you being inducted into 
into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Great idea. Love it. Writing, though, the writing is not great. It's really, really bad and weird. It's the kind of thing we would write ironically in a list. Yeah. So tell me what you think of this, everybody. This is them being bullied. Here we go. Here, here we go. Get my own action figure. Become WWE Divas Champion. Is this some kind of WWE nerd vision board? This hey, is the bully. being immortalized in semi-posable plastic is the greatest thing a human being can achieve. Yeah. Don't ever touch our stuff again. Yeah. What? Like this? this? <gasps> that was a huge mistake. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I've unleashed Hothead Red. I'm going to take that marker, bring it to your grandmother's nursing home, and cross out parts of her chart so when the nurse goes to give her turndown service, she won't know to flip oh. her over. That's right. I'm going to give your grandmother bed sores. Oh. oh! And then the bully replies, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, and, yeah. And yeah. Rightly so. What a psychopathic thing to say. No wonder you're getting bullied. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying. That sentence was... Every word in it was too many words. Yeah. That was ridiculous. And it was such a bad, such a bad, oh, snap. I'm going to take that mark. It's all started with the I'm marker. I'm going to take that marker, go to the nursing home where your grandmother is and cross out some things parts on of her chart. parts of her chart <laughs> so that when the maid comes, she won't know to flip her over when giving turndown service. That's right. I'm going to give your grandmother bed sores. Oh, what the hell is why don't, that? If you're going to go to the, the nursing home with the marker, why not just draw on her grandma? Yeah. That's easier. My granddaughter is a bully. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. God. It doesn't end there. No. In fact, if anything, it actually gets worse. The below clip reveals some real PlayStation 2 era animations. They haven't even blended properly, so you can literally see the keyframes that have been applied to the character rig. <laughs> it's mind-boggling stuff. So this next clip that I won't play is a backstage interaction but every sentence that she starts, she's in a different place. Mm -hmm. So she's just sort of moving around and there's like a weird, horrible crossfade between the different animations. Yeah, she'll talk over here. If you're watching on, on the video version, she'll talk here yeah. and get, and then she'll be done. And then it'll suddenly crossfade and she starts here, sort of frozen. Doing a different and animation. And then starts talking. That doesn't match her conversation at all. Yeah. To make matters worse, hair physics from previous installments have been stripped away, resulting in seriously awkward walk-in sequences like the one below. It's not a favourable comparison, is it? So if you're aware of who Bianca Belair is, she has a sort of ponytail that goes down to the back of her thighs. It's a very long ponytail, and she swings it round when she makes her entrance. Mm. In last year's game, it swung around. Yeah. In this year's game, it's made of, I think, some kind of hessian rope. I think it's made of spaghetti that's not been boiled yet. <laughs> it's just perfectly straight. <laughs> yeah. And it just sort of, she just waves it around like a sword. Yeah. It's appalling. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Bianca Belair. There we go. Well done, Peter. Thanks. That's a wrestle. It is. And then you have the character models themselves, which barely resemble their real-life world counterparts. These are appalling. There's mm -hmm. one going around at the moment... Uh, for Macho Man, where he just looks like a frumpy aunt. And it's like, <laughs> this is one of the most legendary wrestlers of all time. And you've made him look like that. You've got The Rock, who just looks like someone cosplaying as The Rock. <laughs> it's like, you've been doing... I think the accompanying tweet said, you've been doing these... This guy has been in 20 years of wrestling games. Yeah. And you, how have you got this so wrong? I heard, I think, Owen and Andrew in the office yesterday saying that there's two people in the in the roster list who are next to each other. And I don't know who, they didn't even say who it was, but uh, you go from one to the other down the list and all that happens is a beard gets added. <laughs> it's two different people. That's so bad. Yeah. So there is some, and beyond this, there are immense 
an immense amount of glitches in the actual action as well. People falling through the ring, uh, like bodies just contorting yeah. and they're walking around like they're doing that Russian dance where they do the leg kicks and mm -hmm. stuff. They're just walking around on, on the floor. People getting stuck in the ropes. Yeah, just flying around Spinning the ring because the physics are broken. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So there, there, is a, there is kind of a reason for this. The word is that when Visual Concepts took full control of the series, it had to rebuild a bunch of systems and mechanics. The popular Creator Championship mode will not be patched in until after release, for example. Frankly, it feels like the series should have taken a year off. Well, uh, year off. Wrestling games have been bad for a while, but this is next level terrible from what we've seen. Mm. So it sounds like basically Yuki or, or Yukes, sorry, finally stopped. You mm. know, they're they're no longer involved in the games, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're a lot of the a lot of the technology used in it was was either patented or owned by them, and Two K just didn't bother to buy it. Perhaps and they had to redo their own. So yeah, basically the poor. I say poor because I do there I do feel some sympathy for them if this is the case. They've had a year to basically rebuild most of what Ukes were working with last year. And yes, there shouldn't have been one this year. Absolutely yeah. not. But this is 2K greed. Uh this is Well, they do one every year. They WWE just WWE like, greed. We've got to do it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's hysterically disastrous. This game needs a price cut immediately. Mm. I'd love to play it. I know Adam from Cultaholic is streaming the career mode and apparently he had glitches almost immediately. Yeah. It just, it's its astonishing. It's its absolutely unbelievable. It is. I mean, because you do think, in the same way that, you know, when when Ubisoft used to churn out an Assassin's Creed every, uh, every year, mm. you know, it is that thing of like, well, how can this be that bad when we know that you're mostly just recycling like old mechanics and assets? And uh, yeah, I guess the, the explanation in this case would be They've not just gone from last year's game to this year's game and somehow it's all not working anymore. It's because they have maybe been rebuilding stuff yeah. out of necessity. It's disastrous. Yeah. Uh, but please look up the hashtag uh, fix WWE 2K20, I think it is, because there are some amazing, amazing mm. clips out yeah. there of, of this game. That was weird news. It was weird news. We've got a question now. Yeah. This is from the son of... The son? The son of the... Uh, embodiment of water yeah the whole the whole concept of water itself has a child he's called water boy he's called mike waterson mike waterson waterson yeah. uh and mike waterson says which halloween films and i mean the holiday not the film series mm. uh do you think would translate best into a horror game Ooh. i know there was the friday the 13th but let's be real it was pretty wank what other films or film franchises of a spooky nature do you think would fare well as games? As always, love the work. Love the work. Thank love you. The work. Thank you, Son of Water. Halloween games, not as in Yeah, horror Halloween. games, I think, is what Mike was trying to say there. Spooky yeah. games. I Oh, spooky films, sorry, not games. Um, I, I, I... I have a... Horror films haven't had great games, have they, recently? No. Because a lot of the time... You don't really get movie tie-ins anymore anyway. Thank God. And so now you get a lot of mobile games. Yeah. You get a lot of free-to-play games. You get a lot of browser games. You get a lot crappy of crappy stuff. Mid-tier studios buying licenses for things. Making Friday the 13th. And then yeah. for some reason making Predator Hunting Grounds as well. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion in a, in, a, in a perfect world, yes, I think that it off of Stephen King Stephen King's But it. the film 
the film version, the recent ones, not mm-hmm. the not the old film and not the book, because the book is is. You okay? That's the weird musical thing that it does. Oh, okay. It's nice. Yeah. Can I get it one more time? Amazing. I have now. I have now pooed. Just so you know. Oh, okay. I have now, I have now pooed. That's terrible. But we'll continue anyway uh, because I'm a professional. The recent film versions. Yeah, I want it to be based on the recent film versions, but I want it to be a proper. It needs to be a proper horror game in that it has to be a linear, um, a, a linear narrative-driven game. Mm-hmm. And none of this. Play with four of your friends, and you all control one of the kids. Yeah. None of this. Play online. Play co-op. Uh, you get daily missions. All yeah. that kind of bollocks. You know, it can't be that. One of you is it, and the other four are teens who have to escape the yeah. house. Yeah, don't want that. It's got to be, it's got to, I mean, I know that everyone who's seen the film sort of would expect the scares that are going to happen and the, the plot beats and stuff, but if, if there was to be an it game, I would like it to be sort of like an eight-hour linear campaign, that sort of thing, maybe slightly shorter, where it follows the plot of the film, there's no multiplayer, and you play as all of the various kids at some point. Mm-hmm. And you have to, it's just a tight, crafted very spooky, realistic it game yeah. with sort of f- photorealistic graphics, not not cartoony stuff. Because I know when with games recently set on uh, based on licenses or or just set in the eighties, they always go for this sort of retro vibe or yeah. sort of cartoony, colorful vibe. No, it can't be that. It has to be dark and really frightening. Mm-hmm. You've seen the mods for Resident Evil Two Remake, yeah. where they've replaced Mister X with Pennywise. Pennywise. It's really frightening it is you, you can do that it's possible so that that would be my suggestion i would never play it though oh okay yeah. no uh, yeah it sounds horrible what about you um i've, I've got a couple of ideas oh, i yeah. think um sort of b movie yet somehow kind of genuinely scary and somewhat successful movie the descent mm. uh where they go into the caves and there's all those sort of goblins in there mm. Have you, are you aware of that one? No. Oh, it's oh, it's not good. Is it not? Well, is I don't mean it's spooky? bad. I mean it's yeah, it's a spooky one. Okay. Um, it's not great in terms of quality, but it's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, but that that's a great setting for a horror game, and you could deviate like somewhat. Uh, you know, you could, as long as you're just down in the caves and there's some spooky things happening, you could kind of really sort of uh, test the waters with doing it more action-packed like you do actually have to fight these monsters or maybe it's mostly just wandering around solving solving puzzles and things but there's also spooky things around so that that could all be good similarly Blair Witch is like coming out isn't it the Blair Witch project what's it is it just called Blair Witch I think so isn't that out now yeah, it is out, actually. I don't think it's very good. No. It's not meant to be very good. Well, that's exactly where I'm going with this. Okay. When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, but hang on. What do you mean? Why, why are there loads of monsters uh, and things? Yeah, what? That's not what Blair... The whole point of the Blair Witch Project was you didn't really see anything. Mm. It was just implied that they were being, like, stalked and trapped by this creepy... Tony Blair. The creepy Tony Blair, yeah. Mm. Um, it's new labor. They're in the woods. They are. Um, I think you could definitely do almost a walking sim style or, you know, a kind of until dawn kind of thing. I think walking sim is a great shout. Yeah. There's a couple of walking sims that are, you know, perceived as the best ones. I can't remember. Dear Esther might be one of them. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. But that's it's pretty freaky. Like there's there's actually there's stuff in there to to sort of make you unnerved. Things change yeah. in the environment and you see like figures walking in the distance and you're like what yeah oh, come on 
don't do this to me. That kind of thing. So you're, it's, it's essentially like the, the original Blair Witch Project movie. Um, maybe it's like a bit of a spin on it and you're not actually those same three kids, but maybe, you know, it's it's a very similar thing. It's like three kids, they've gone into the woods. Um, you know, it's a bit like Outlast maybe as well. Like something, you know, blurring the lines between Outlast and a, and a true walking sim. And so there's not actually that many encounters with any kind of entity. Uh, and even when there are, it's more just sort of implied. Like you're on, you're inside the tent and you just see like it puts its hands on the on the tent wall and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, you end up in the cabin. Um, you know, spooky things happen. But yeah. don't throw loads of actual demons in my face. No. If you're a Blair Witch-based game, because that's not what Blair Witch is about. And I'm, oh, it's such a waste. It's like bad aliens games. Yeah, Where they exactly. just throw loads of xenomorphs at you. So that's not what... It's not what any of this was about. Yeah, Alien Isolation is like the best alien game for a long time, if yeah. maybe even ever. And, yeah. you know, there's one one alien in that. There's one Alan. Yeah. Just just Alan. And you're mostly just running away from it. You don't really fight it. Yeah. Um, the one other thing I thought could be quite interesting was, like, I really like um, the Hannibal movies. Okay. Uh, with the Anthony Hopkins, uh, you know, portrayal of Hannibal. Sir. Um, and sir Anthony Hopkins. A sir. Sir Knight of the Realm. <laughs> That's it. What did you just do? You just smash your chest. It sounded really hollow. Are you okay? I don't know if what I... What is that? Have it's you... empty. Do you have... Is there anything in there? No. I'm heartless. <laughs> like the Tin Man. Um, yeah, but solving a crime, a serial killer crime, while Mr. Hannibal Hannibal is in prison, like in the movies. Mm. Um, and you go and like talk to him like in between levels, and he gives you advice, um, and you have to just sort of solve this this spooky spooky killing that's going on and then maybe he escapes like in the in like the third act Hannibal's out there too and that also complicates things oh that is spooky oh that could be good I, I really like those films I do like the idea though of the of, of the alien isolation actually as a as a horror game mm -hmm. thing you just replace alien isolation with a, a town and a movie villain yeah and that kind of works mm -hmm. it's just you trying to avoid this monster for the whole game while there's a story playing along as you go. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's some great ideas. Lots of options there. Budding developers, go do it because, you know, they real developers don't answer our emails. No. So it doesn't matter. It's time, Peter. For what? A big discussion. <laughs> big discussion time, Peter. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. That was really good. Mm. So... You would have thought that maybe the big discussion would be about a spooky thing. And in many ways it is. Mm -hmm. But it's spooky business practices instead. Is, yeah. This was brought to... I mean, we, we were aware of this anyway, but many Manuel people asked about it, including Mark Hopkins. <laughs> what did she just... Did she just say done? Done. Done. Ben asked Siri to set a timer for 29 minutes about three minutes ago and she just said one second and then just it I'm wasn't. still on it and then that was it and then we started the recording yeah and there she goes it said done I see you shivering with anticipation mm. a little I think that's a Tim is that a Tim Curry reference possibly anyway yeah Mark Hopkins uh, Chavia Ramirez Reese Jones and Christian Sturt all all brought all brought this one up it's a double from Christian Sturt double today. Christian Fallout 76, the and then in parentheses, the most broken game of the generation, is going to be charging monthly for new content, even though they charge people $60 for a broken game. Not a question, just a statement. 
discuss. Most broken game of the generation, eh? I think WWE won. Yeah, have a, WWE 2K20 <laughs> is contest. funny. Is funny broken. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Fallout 76. Everyone knows that I I have been a real devil's advocate for this game. Oh, you have. I've been trying to to see the good in it. But this is just... You've been advocating one of the worst devils there is. This ju- it's just... It's like being a Nazi sympathizer. Whoa, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's pretty bad. It at, is. At this point, I'm, I've, I've long since shed my, my, my in defense of Fallout 76 nature. Mm. So let's turn to Push Square, Peter. Let's. Where we have an article that tells us all about this fantastic new scheme to get people to pay even more for Fallout 76. Mm. For those of you still playing Fallout 76, there's some news that's sure to receive mixed feelings. Today, Bethesda has introduced Fallout First, a premium membership for its online-only shooter that will grant you access to private servers, unlimited storage for crafting items, a monthly supply of atoms, and much more. The downside is that it's pretty damn pricey. Mm. So that stuff that we just mentioned there should absolutely have been given to all players for free because yeah. they were, they were, they've already paid for the game. Yeah. They've already paid for it. What? But, but now there's a premium service, Ben. There's, who's playing it anymore? What are they, what are they hoping people. to get from this? Uh, it, Push Square goes on. Yeah. Before we get into the cost of Fallout first, let's go through its contents properly. As mentioned, the oft-requested private servers are included, allowing you to create a world populated only by you and, if you like, up to seven pals. Private servers can be entered by any player, but the creator of the server must be a member of Fallout first. Turn the, turn Great. the page. Do you want to... Uh, yeah, let's do this thing you, together. Yeah. Next up, you have the Scrap Box, an item exclusively for first members that effectively gives you unlimited storage space for crafting items. I hate that. I hate that so much because storage was one of, as someone who put way more time into Fallout 76 than anybody had any right to, Mm -hmm. that was the bane of my entire playtime. And now you can pay to win. Now you can pay to win, but also this comes a year after it launched. Right. Nobody who who was put off by... The inven- the inventory system is still playing. No. So this is of no this is of no consequence to anybody anymore. Yeah. Because the people who have put up for it this whole time have presumably worked out how to survive and will just be annoyed that they've had to get rid of so much stuff when now they have now a place to store yeah. all of it. When they d- almost don't really need it as much anymore because they're they've leveled up that much. Obscene. This will help you keep your inventories in order, which is a plus. A survival tent is the next bonus. It acts as a second base you can place down anywhere, and you can fast travel. Oh, excuse me, and you can fast travel to it as well. As a member, you will also get one thousand six hundred and fifty atoms a month to spend in the atomic shop. Weird number. Fine, is weird, isn't it? Finally, Fallout first members will earn themselves a special outfit and a bunch of icons and emotes. That is absolutely not worth any amount of money. No, none of that stuff. But it's when you hear the prices, Peter, that it, it makes things almost... The, just the sorry PR saga of Fallout 76 continues. And I don't know why, a year later, it's literally on the anniversary of its launch, pretty much. Yeah. We're still having this stuff. You're absolutely right that the price is obscene. For those of you who haven't heard the price yet, just just sort of think Sit in down. your head. Sit down. Sit down and estimate in your head what do you think that, that base, essentially basic set of content is. You know, a scrap box, a tent, some atoms, and that's kind of it, right? Before you say that, mm. that description there, that sounds like a pre-order bonus. 
Yeah. That doesn't sound like something you would have to pay any amount of money for. Yeah. Let alone pay pay money every month for. Yeah. You're paying monthly for those things. What happens if you if you get the second base and then you let your subscription lapse? Yeah. Is do, it just stored it in limbo or is it just gone forever? Why do you get to label a base second base? And if you spend loads of time and resources on it, does it just go? Do you have to then just keep paying forever? Otherwise, your base is going to disappear? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or maybe you can just get one month of this and then quit immediately. Anyway, let's find out. I'll put you out of your misery. Well, no, I'll put you into your misery. Yeah, when you get hit. miserable. Uh, there are two options when it comes to how you pay for Fallout first. You can either purchase one month for $12.99, and that's dollars, or £11.99. <sighs> Ouch, it says in brackets. Uh, or you can stump up the full 12-month subscription, which will set you back $99.99 no. or $99.99, which is a bit weird given that they seem to have adjusted for the monthly price, but the full price is just 100 Screw it. It's 100, units of It's 100 money pounds. It's 100 pounds. In whatever country. 100 pounds! Insane. Uh, we're not going to tell you how to spend your money, but you can get Netflix for a monthly fee of just £5.99. Just putting that out there is what yeah. it says. I mean, that's not exactly... Well, you can get like the lowest version of Netflix for that amount. But yes. You can get the lowest version of Fallout 76 for probably £5.99. Oh, yeah. As well. CX. This is bonkers. We've, we've talked frequently about how much we dislike games that you pay your entry fee for and you buy it and then they're like oh by the way now you can now now there are bonus things you can buy with other money yeah. and the people who do that are going to have an advantage over you mm -hmm. they're going to be better than you you're going to be a, a b tier player yeah this is absolutely mind-boggling i'm assuming that this was always the intention and they've just yeah. waited because the the public backlash and reaction was so bad to Fallout 76 that if they'd if they'd have announced a premium model within the first six months of this game being out, they would have been lynched even more so than they already have been. But it's still it's not been long enough. Bethesda is in everyone's bad graces for a series of really bad games this year. And moldy helmets. And moldy helmets. <laughs> it's it's. I just don't. Are they? Are they? Do they live on the same planet as us? Well, the, the problem is, I, I kind of like the idea there that you've got that they thought, well, we can't possibly announce our premium service no, while everyone is saying this now. is the worst game of the year uh, at the time. But what they've done instead, by waiting this long to announce it, instead they've just extended the the period of time uh, of, at which like people are annoyed at them. So people were annoyed at them for like. 10 months and then people finally stopped kind of caring yeah. and then they've gone don't forget about being annoyed at us here's <laughs> another reason that's it right they left it just long enough where people forgot about them and then they came back in not with a not with not with a game saving mood no move sorry but with but with a move that actively makes people despise them again yeah it's utterly utterly shocking and i don't know any some people will but I don't know anybody who would get this. It already has a, a, a player base that is, is practically invisible at this point. And it doesn't fix, as we talked about over E3 with their new content packs and stuff, mm. it does not fix the issues that are most prevalent with Fallout 76. Yeah. Which is that it doesn't matter if you have private servers. 
they're probably still it's probably still going to crash yeah it's probably still going to not run very well it's probably still going to forget what was happening mm -hmm. you're going to get all the way through the process of launching a nuke on your server by yourself and then the game will just will just crash it won't be the server that goes down mm -hmm. you won't get kicked off the server but the game will still crash yeah it's fundamentally a broken game and this stuff makes no difference to that at all there is no redeeming this game they're just pr wise making things way worse for themselves again. Well, incidentally, uh, this week at the time of recording uh, happens to be the release week for uh, Outer Worlds, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, I saw a bit of a wild theory on Twitter. I really I really like it as a concept. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Bethesda are that wild, but that because Outer Worlds is releasing this week, which is Pretty Fallout looking, isn't it? It's kind of Americana, yeah. sort of sci-fi. So the backstory is it's from Obsidian, mm -hmm. who were the uh, sort of original original Fallout developers. Yeah. And they also did Fallout New Vegas, but there's been various stories of, you know, but they didn't get on very well with Bethesda. Mm -hmm. And Fallout 7, seven uh, not Fallout, Fallout New Vegas was sort of treated as the the red-headed stepchild by Bethesda, even though it's widely appreciated as one by the of audience, the yeah. better Fallout games. So in all their marketing for the Outer Worlds, which is, you know, very, very obsidian, mm. um, they you know, it says, from the award-winning original creators of Fallout yeah. and stuff like that. So it's all been, it's all sort of just been taking pot shots because Bethesda was definitely at its lowest at that point when they announced it yeah and even like thematically in the you, you look at it and mm. if you if you look too quickly you're like oh that's fallout oh wait no it isn't it isn't they beat them to space as well yeah we're not going to see starfield for decades no probably you're right and uh so that's coming out this week and i saw someone tweet the other day or yesterday i think that fallout have uh, bethesda have announced this this terrible scheme just so they get onto the front pages of all the gaming news sites just to sort of try and push Outer Worlds down a little bit, you know, in case there's any articles going, oh, Outer Worlds is out this week, in case you forgot about it. We all forgot about it because they've not marketed it very well. No, they haven't. Um, so, you know, I, I like that idea. I don't know if they're that self-destructive. No, but, uh, no. I mean, victory at any costs is no victory at all, and is it? Intention but intentional or not, like, that is sort of the effect it's to a small extent that it kind of has had that effect like people don't seem to know or be talking about outer worlds uh, everyone's talking about this right now yeah um, i mean we are but yeah. also the outer worlds is now available for purchase if you want it um yeah so there we go well that was the uh, that was the big discussion and mm. that's our show thank you very much for uh for sort of being brave and getting through the spookiest episode we've ever done i'm sure you'll agree oh. it was really spooky peter hmm where can people find us if they want to let us know what they thought of the episode and the things we discussed in it? Uh, well, if you want to let us know stuff, we're on social media at twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Uh, our Facebook is looked, looked after by Luke Eldon. <laughs> you can also communicate with us in some way, shape or form. Uh, by watching our content and doing comments on it and stuff at youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. And our Twitch and YouTube streams are looked after by Lord Brotovich and Cecil Prompts, who we done met at TGX, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. They're lovely people. Uh, we've got a Patreon, as you well know, for submitting questions and getting other awards. That's patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. One of the rewards at a certain tier is that we've got a little Discord room. Yes. We've got 
non-Patreon Discord rooms as yeah, well. Yeah, you can access the whole thing for free. But there's a special Patreon room, and that's bit.ly forward slash team triple jump. Uh, and our mod on Discord is Jack Bradshaw. Uh, if you want the audio version of the podcast, that's play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump. And the website is triplej.mup. We have a store. Mup. We do have a store. By this mooge. By this jumper as well I'm that you're wearing. Yes. Look at that. I'm not wearing a shirt today. Oh, no. I'm not wearing a shirt. Tune into the uh, the video to see me not wear a triple jump shirt. Yeah. Peter, mm-hmm. people want to follow us on Twitter. They can do at confused underscore dude and at that Peter Austin. Did it the other way around today. Flipped yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Flipped it. And on Instagram, at that Peter Austin and at Ben Potter 20. That one was normal. Yeah. That one was normal. Maybe next week you could do it. Oh, the other way, it's too, way. It's too complicated. Mm. Lists, we do them every Tuesday and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. Monday and Tuesday being on Twitch and solo streams. Thursday being together on YouTube. Worst Games is fortnightly and you get it on Friday for patrons. Mm. You know that? Uh, next week is a Worst Games week and I believe they're going to be getting it on Thursday they instead are. of Friday. And that will be actual Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, it's a spooky. It's a second spooky one. We're spoiling you. Oh, so spooky. And the podcast is every Saturday. Uh, please leave us a review on your platform of choice. Maybe iTunes, I don't know, whatever you've got going on. Uh, there was a main menu episode, Peter. Mm. Another cooking episode that was out yesterday. That was a spooky one. Yes. We were joined by Michael Johnson. Yes. It's a good episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. Oh, chaotic. Very chaotic. My kitchen is still sticky, actually. Uh, is I, it? Well, so I... It's I, been a month. I cleaned all the surfaces and all the floor. That was all fine. And then yesterday, I went into the very back of my, like pans cupboard mm. and I uh, there was um, a, a bag of sugar oh. and I was like oh that's in the way and I tried to pick it up and it went oh no <laughs> so it must have oh. been sticky on the underside the of worst that. yeah the worst um, so please go and watch that and I hope you I hope you enjoy it also we need some suggestions for Christmas recipes and also a, a, another recipe to do in November as well so please suggest them in video the game related remember Vi- yeah video game don't of just say make a christmas just, pudding don't be ridiculous shut up we spoke about christmas puddings last time they're bad terrible dessert really bad we've actually got a sort of standalone halloween video out tomorrow for those of you that uh, that are halloween inclined yes we're going to be doing something to do with carving <laughs> each other and halloween i wonder what <laughs> i wonder what it could possibly <laughs> be leave it up to the don't it's also video game related it's also video game related kind of and next week will be a couple of spooky, spooky lists, including one of our patented extra long boy lists. So make sure you tune in for those. Thank you so much for watching and listening, everybody. Yeah. Peter, there's just enough time to talk about our sponsor again. Yeah. If you want to stay, if you want to sleep on an actual hypodermic needle bed. <gasps> yes. Just head to Airbnb for all your bed and drug adult maniacs needs is. Uh, oh, Excellent. if oh you might you could catch all sorts. Who's who knows? We'll we'll give you a like a little spotting guide when you arrive, so you can check off all the disease: hepatitis A, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, naughty hepatitis spices, C, naughty spices, Mel B, hepatitis, scary spices, Mel C. Yeah. Uh, card tu- uh, tuberculosis. Would you get tub- tuberca? Uh, al- um, uh, asp- asbest- asbest- asbestosis or something. Ah, oh, are you okay? Asbest- what do you get? The asbestosis, I think it's called. A- a- asbestosis. Yeah, sure. The one of those. Excellent. Mm. 
That's real. That's a real thing. You can go and go find them. They're in the sewer. Yeah. Great. Thank you very much for watching and listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.